Welcome to the T2 Hubcast. Join Martin, Dave, Spencer and guests as they discuss all things personal and professional development. The T2 Hubcast, brought to you by the People Performance People. So welcome to another T2 Hubcast with me, Dave Pendleton. Sounds a little strange to me in saying just me, Dave Pendleton, because usually it's Martin Johnson and Dave Pendleton. <laughs> so however, um, I'm just going to record this one on my own today. Um, I want to talk to you about uh, customer service, really. And it, uh, it's a link on, it's a follow-on from um, a podcast that Martin and I uh, published just a few days ago, maybe a week ago or so, on customer service culture. Um, I guess there's a wider piece, customer service culture, and the six elements um, that need to be in place for uh, an organization or a business to be able to deliver really world-class customer service. So just as a quick reminder, what I will do is I'll just walk you through those um, six elements, um, and then I'll break the first one down, which is listen, uh, and that'll be the theme for this podcast. Um, and there'll be a, a series of other uh, podcasts later on, uh, which I'll publish uh, over the coming week or 10 days or so, where I'll break each uh, element of, of culture down for you just a little further. Um, okay, so uh, listen and record was was one of the really key uh, elements uh, of customer service culture. Uh, then, of course, there was analyze, uh, empower, agility, speed. And improvement. Now, I, I guess those seem to have a sequential order, um, but you know, customers can be strange things, and uh, systems and process can sort of hold things back a little bit. So, I guess what I'm saying is, as long as all of those things are in place at the right time, then uh, we shouldn't be going too far wrong. So, let's break down listening just a little more. So, an awful lot of uh, services delivered by people mostly over the telephone, uh, mostly in contact centers and so forth. And uh, as we know, and I guess I'm appealing to all those people who uh, lead and manage in call centers, there are very few people out there who come out of education, maybe even come through uh, further education, university and so forth, who actually think to themselves, do you know what? I think I'm going to go and work in a call center. It's just one of those things that lots of people find themselves doing. Uh, without any kind of career ambition to do so. Um, and unfortunately, uh, from my my experience of working in and around call centres um, quite a lot, is that um, th- there will be an induction process uh, where people are taught systems, they're taught to type notes into certain boxes, they're taught certain greetings, uh, and I guess they're trained on the, the, the part of the process of which they carry out that is supposed to deliver service. I suppose very infrequently are um, customer service handlers, shall we say, uh, considered for the qualities, the base human qualities that they actually possess. Now, I think there's something really quite unique in this. Um, In very simple terms, the, the very best customer service handlers for me are the ones who can show the greatest level of human empathy. Now, when I say human empathy, I just very basically mean that when one human has genuine regard for another human's feelings, quite frequently, 
and this is again from experience of, of listening to hundreds and hundreds of hours of recorded customer service calls where a customer has, has, has gone up the wall because uh, you know a service or a product hasn't met their needs or whatever it might be uh, and the customer service agent isn't sure how to handle that maybe he's nervous maybe puts them on the back foot so the very best thing they can do is is relate back to a system or a process to try and process the customer's uh, request order or solve or fix the problem now of course it may well fix the problem for the customer but has it been done the very best that it can can be done and would we ever suggest that's the the world-class way of handling a customer well of course we wouldn't so i guess i'm just going to clarify what i mean by base human empathy so so when when a customer uh, calls in and they're frustrated because i mean let's face it we've mentioned this a few times customers only ever get in touch when something's gone wrong and they are feeling unhappy dissatisfied or emotionally elevated cheesed off to you and i um they very rarely are if ever actually get in touch to say things have gone well that was great thanks for the service um so so when we're in contact with a customer who's feeling emotionally elevated or let down or whatever the very first thing for me the customer service handler at the very front line should do is apologize now when we're talking about apologies we're not talking about uh, apologizing for what's gone wrong where this customer has been let down we're very simply talking about how this situation has made the customer feel now this is particularly important when dealing with um, emotionally elevated customers and what we must allow them to do is we must allow them to, to speak their mind we must allow them to give us the the whole situation and set the scene and at the end of that then the apology comes now i guess this is the base human trait all all people can be told uh, and trained to apologize but it has to be natural and when it's natural it has a much greater effect on the customer so to be able to effectively listen to a customer we need to put we need to get the customer in the right frame of mind so starting off with some base human empathy i apologize for how this has made you feel let's see what we can do about it i'm going to do my absolute best to put this right so the first thing we need to do, apart from apologise, is, is the next the next part, which is the listening part, I suppose. Um, and again, this is a piece of work that I've done with salespeople many, many times because we are, we work on a base old saying around this topic um, that, that when we're dealing with any type of customer or human or prospect or whatever else, um, the, the very best thing that we need to do is we need to listen with the ability to understand and not listen with the intent to reply. Now, of course, the two are very, very different. Salespeople and customer service people get drawn into the situation where they've heard it before. So instead of allowing the customer to make, to express themselves fully, they jump in with an answer that they think is the right one or they think is the one that's going to appease the customer. And you know what? Sometimes it will and sometimes it won't. So the ability to allow a customer to talk and the customer service handler to intently listen and understand exactly what's going on with this customer in this situation, in this scenario, is a really, really key part. And, and absolutely, I stand by my, my opening statement, this is a very base human trait. Um, if we have the ability and, and we can demonstrate really, really effective listening, um, basically what we will do is the customer service handler will remove many, many more problems that may lay ahead 
if we don't listen. Uh, incorrect contact details, incorrect details about the situation and circumstance as to, to what how the customer is feeling aggrieved. Um, we might start to plan um, solutions to a problem that actually is only partially there or is not there at all. Um, it, it keeps uh, processes, when we need to stick to processes, it keeps them much more efic- efficient and effective because recording information, clicking the right buttons, passing this on to the right person, if that's required, becomes much uh, more straightforward and much more accurate. So uh, another point is, is uh, much higher levels of, of accuracy. Um, and of course, you know, when we as a customer or when we as a human feel as though another human has listened to us, understood exactly what we're saying, exactly what our problem is, and articulated exactly how they intend to fix this, of course, it makes us feel much more valued. And if we want customers to return to us, customers don't mind having problems. It's kind of a nature of the beast. What they don't like is when these problems aren't corrected or corrected in a way that doesn't make the customer feel valued. So feeling valued at the end of whatever process it might well be that the customer service handler has to get into is at the center of world-class customer service and the header of listening in customer service culture. So nice and short, pretty much under 10 minutes there. Hopefully you've got something from that. So I guess I urge you to just really consider if you run uh, Teams in Contact Centers or Contact Center itself, um, or indeed have service uh, handlers within your environment, I urge you just to have a think about the types of humans that you've got. Do they have the ability to demonstrate absolute human empathy every time when they engage with a customer who is feeling a little cheesed off or emotionally elevated? Do they demonstrate that they actually care and they want to solve this person's problems uh, and they actually uh, leave this customer with a sense of value? Okay, so my name is Dave. Thanks ever so much for listening, and I'll see you again on another T2 Hubcast.